Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Yeah, it's, it, it seems now the the report itself um, has still to be published. So, so the, the, the findings of the, of the report haven't actually yet been published. But Podrick has it on on fairly good good sources that it looks like um, the plans to develop that route as a greenway probably will uh, be kind of curtailed because it looks like the Minister for Transport wants to open it back up as a rail line. Now, the kind of overwhelming uh, view, I suppose, of the local councillors is that it, it's the, the Greenway is the way, way forward in terms of, you know, maximising the potential, I suppose, of of that route. And, and you know, there's probably a, a fair degree of... of uh, of, of logic in that when you look at the other greenways like the western greenway uh, over towards mayo and Ackle and all as is an absolute success the water greenway is thriving and obviously like there's great kind of excitement and interest i suppose in the new ross side of the county with the the impending opening of the the route to Waterford on the old rail line so yeah. you know there's definitely a you know it's definitely a, a, an argument to say that the greenway uh, model works um, and I suppose where this came from was that uh, Eamon Ryan was talking in the dial during the week and he said that the development of the Rosslare port, you know, funnily enough, he kind of, like, I suppose, referred to the, the Wexford, Waterford part of it. But the, he, he said that the development of Rosslare port is necessary for the overall development of offshore wind. Um, and that's part of the reason why he's kind of saying that the rail line needs to be reopened. Mm. But um, it wouldn't be just the case of the like for that rail line to be reopened again. It would probably need an investment of millions. Yeah. So it does beg the question: where is you know where, where how and where would the finance for it come from? Uh, but it's it's definitely got uh, the kind of the thumbs down from local councillors anyway. Okay, we'll have one of them in studio with me, Jerk Carty, just after 11 to follow up on this story more. Now, in a few moments' time, we'll hear from David McLaughlin, former chief executive of Wexford Festival Opera, now very actively involved in the film industry. And we look at the Oscars and that one, but you, uh, your colleague David Luby, has a very interesting story, a further update on new Ross shining in the movie world and Killian Murphy producing a film. Tell us more. Yeah, there's, there's a real, real buzz about this one because obviously Killian Murphy through Peaky Blinders and, and, and obviously just his film work. I mean, he's he's an A-list actor, so the fact that he's associated, you know, in any shape or form to a film that looks like it's going to be filmed in the Ross or partly filmed in the Ross is obviously causing a lot of excitement. Um, he's been in the town. Uh, he There was a film crew in March um, kind of, I suppose, scoping out potential locations. Um, and it's it's based on Claire Keegan novel, which was set in New Ross in the 1980s. So obviously it'd be it'd be fitting and and really positive if if the film was even partly filmed here. But um, it looks like it is going to happen. I mean, it's you know it's it's the film obviously is definitely going to happen. But we're fairly sure that that part of it is going to be filmed in New Ross, and that we're looking at the. Um, up in the Mercy School, the Mercy Convent, up in the Irish Town, and that that would have been part of that campus was where the old Magdalen Laundry was. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know that that's kind of part of this story, and then it's it's based around a, a coal a coal merchant. Yeah. 
called Bill Furlong, who used to who used to live in the town with his family, and um, just so it's it's something he discovers that you know it, it kind of brings to light a lot of different things about the church, and that's that's kind of I suppose that's a general gist of the story. General gist of it, yeah. yeah. But it's causing massive excitement, and and rightly so because I mean. You know, it it would put such a spotlight on on New Ross. I mean, I know Doug Cannonfort, as you know, has been in in films before, but but to have the town itself um, as the location for what obviously will be a fairly big budget film, um, it's just it can only be good news for the town. All right, if New Ross is buzzing over this, the Rock and Food Festival was a huge success last year. We were there, we broadcast from it. And you have a story, an interesting one. There's going to be a link in with the Rock and Festival and uh, the Rose of Tralee. What's happening, Brendan? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, definitely another plus. And, and I suppose in general, this, this week has been good because there's a, a lot of kind of positive news stories around the county. But with this one, the... Well, the, the festival itself will take place from Friday, August 4th to Monday, August 7th. So it's that, that weekend. And as everybody knows, the, the Festival Queen is kind of a, a, a big part of it every year anyway. But this time around, the, whoever the person is that's chosen as the Festival Queen will also then automatically go into the, the kind of Rosa Tralee-Wexford final, for which, uh, through which then obviously the... the the, the person that's selected to represent Wexford in the Rose of Tralee will be will be picked. So obviously, it's kind of a you know it's a, a double it's a double win for whoever gets selected as the, as the the festival rose because they'll then automatically go through with a chance to actually go on to to represent. Wexford in the Rose of Yeah, great festival, Brendan. Full article in this week's edition of the Enniscorthy Guardian. Uh, we kind of covered New Ross. We looked at the Rosslare area. We're, we're in Enniscorthy. Let's move to Gorey now in a magic moment for young Aidan. Tell us more. Amy Lewis has this story. Yeah, Amy was ta- t- talking to a, he's a, a 13 year old, Aidan McCann, and he's in the final of America's Got Talent. So, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't really get much bigger in terms of being in the spotlight and, and kind of being well on your way to a to a, hopefully will be a glittering career. Um, it's magic tricks is what he does. Um, so obviously that's an art form in itself. Um, but he's been at this for a long time. Uh, and he's also, he was in Britain's Got Talent as well before. And he was on the Ellen Show um, in LA in 2019. So like he's he's a guy that's that's well used to being in the, in the spotlight. Um, but his, his tricks are, you know, they're... There are those sort of things where you, where people would look at him and kind of go right. How did he actually do that? Like this, this you know, it's, yeah. it's not just kind of the the old traditional card tricks. I mean, this, this guy is seriously talented. Well, we wish him the very best. Look, we'll round off by just mentioning the comprehensive sports uh, supplement in the papers this week as well. Uh, a wonderful aerial shot, I was looking at it this morning, of uh, Chadwick's Wexford Park as the lights were switched on. Um, a, a very comprehensive sports summary this week. Maybe you'd like to mention something on that. Yeah, sure. I, I was down at it as well. and I mean, it was such a historic occasion. And, and even I was sitting in the, in the stand with, with uh, one of my sons and we were looking at it and, you know, floodlights on a hurling match and ACDC playing in the background it doesn't really get much better you know yeah I do a ton, ton, what was the song Thunder Thunderstruck was Th- it Thunderstruck and they started with rocking all over the world from Quo so that, from, from my perspective it just doesn't get any better Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat News and your views Alan Corcoran